and welcome to the Lotus Podcast, a podcast about spirituality, healing, and ascending to a higher consciousness. I'm Phone Boy. I don't know Phone Boy. And I'm Phoenix. Yeah, you're you're something. <laughs> she is stoned. <laughs> that. <laughs> Not yet, but by God, I will be soon because yeah. I've already lit the end of this nice, thick, green beauty that I rolled up during the pre-show. And I've got my new incense burner lit with a nice stick of musk toasting. Uh, pics will be in the show notes of my new incense burner because I got tired of having to order those damn cones that didn't smell any fucking good and were costing me half a fortune. Yeah, well, yeah, Sir Bemrose, I agree with you. After that pre-show, boy, I do need to be lit like a Roman candle. But uh, yeah, so yeah, anyway, this is, so yeah, so welcome, yeah, welcome to episode nineteen, and uh, this is, and we're gonna welcome to this shit show. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, as we're, we were discovering all the ways that the, at the, at the pre-stream and the post-stream and all the streams can uh, can be crossed and go completely fucking wrong. Anyway, um, so it would not be our podcast. If shit didn't go completely pear-shaped at least once, twice, or oh fuck, I don't know, every time we do the show. Exactly. Well, you know, the funny thing is that, yeah, I mean, this time you were on time. I mean, you were not, you were not even like, you, know, you were not that's even. That's where the problem came in. That's, that's why it went all pear-shaped, because I fucked with the Matrix. I was actually on time in my chair with a fatty Fatterson rolled, the incense in the lighting position, and my notes in front of me ready to do the damn thing. But just remember, phone boy. Don't cross the streams. Yeah, I know. And there was there's some stream crossing going on. Yeah, tits up is exactly. Tits up. Yeah. That is exactly what we do. Yeah, tits up. It's it's all tits up. All right. So anyway, it's always tits up. This is a value for value podcast, and we appreciate it uh, when you uh, contribute your fiat fund coupons and your and uh, your and your streaming sats. Uh, you know, if you if you can't stream sats, then go to newpodcastapps.com and go get yourself a better podcast app to do that. Um, That's is, right. And we now know we now know what went wrong. It went tits up because, uh... Or could it be her massive stripper titties? Yeah, th that too, so... My massive stripper titties, which are sitting beautifully in this yeah. new pink lace bra and Game of Thrones shirt. It says I drink and I know things because, frankly, I'm Phoenix and I do. So, yeah, let's get this uh, shit show started. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's, it's been a shit show. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, we yeah. So anyway, we've got uh, yeah, we've got all these great URLs that, you know, the, the Lotus podcast dot show, Lotus podcast dot chat, Lotus podcast dot stream to um, to find all of the the ways that you can participate and listen and, and, and find the, the Lotus podcast. So um, all that great stuff. Um, what kind of a show are you guys putting on here today? Yeah, I don't. Know tell what you what kind of, show of a put, show we're putting on putting on a great goddamn show and yeah. we're gonna do it twice yeah we're gonna do it twice today well okay okay you can't tell the people that are listening to the recording because we are recording two shows today because yeah phone boy's got stuff to do next week so um but uh, but yeah we got that we got that going on so um but uh yeah we're gonna talk about well that's the beautiful thing is that's one of the perks about tuning in live is that you get to hear show content before everybody else that's right. who missed the boat. That's right. So if you if you uh, get on the stream at 5 p.m. Eastern time, no, that's not 5 p.m. specific time, Sir Bemrose. Uh, although we're usually hanging out on the stream about that late anyway, just for post-show. But um, Yeah, we are. 
Yeah, no kidding. So, but if you want to hang out and listen to some music, we got, we got, um, yeah, we got a, we got a playlist of music that we're, that we're throwing up. And then on off hours, of course, I'm, I'm streaming whatever's in my mixtapes, um, from, from way back when. So, um, so yeah, we, there, we always got something on the stream you can listen to, uh, if you're, if you're interested. And, uh, so yeah, and today, uh, we're going to talk about meditation today. Um, this is, uh, it's funny because I, you know, I'll give a little bit, just kind of my own history with it. So, um, Really, at the end of 2020, um, you know, when when you see the shit show that the world had become, uh, you know, this this is when uh, you know when Joe Biden wasn't president, but everybody was freaking out that that um, you know Joe Biden still isn't president. Well, yeah. Anyway, Donald Trump, 2024. Yeah, not good. I don't know, but what I have no idea how that's all going to play out. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't think they want to. I don't think they want Donald Trump anywhere near. Um, you know, they're going to do everything they can to make sure he doesn't get elected. No, they don't because of the fact that uh, yeah, he broke their mold. He broke their matrix. He screwed up their plans. Yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, at the end of 2020, I, I was getting a little stressed out and kind of like, you know, it's like, well, yeah, kind of like now me going through my divorce, <laughs> you know? Um, so, um, I, I got into, I ended up sort of falling into meditation, um, you know, as a, as a practice to try and well, calm my, calm my mind. Right. And, and it wasn't something that I had, uh, spent a lot of time, you know, it's, I mean, I knew about it, but it wasn't something I had done that started I'd done, but I'd started doing it. Um, you know, in 20, in, in, you know, in 2021. And I kind of, I kind of, I kind of backed into it. I didn't really just say, oh, let's start out meditating. It was, a, it was more about other things, but, uh, so, um, but, uh, you, but, uh, uh <coughs> but my podcasting partner in crime here has never done it before and, and has, and so she, she got to do. No, some I haven't. Stuff. And my, uh, my Apple watch is constantly because I like the, um, screen for my clock, it happens to be a meditation one. So once or twice a day, at least it reminds me like, Hey, you should meditate. And I look at it and go, Hey, I'm fucking busy. Yeah. But you got to take time to smell the roses, so to speak. And it's not, you know, and actually I, th I think if I don't get it. me wrong, no. I do. I have learned, especially through this process of divorce that I've learned a couple things, okay? First of which is definitely put your own oxygen mask on and take time for yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you. And that actually goes along with, you know, self-sufficiency. Like I literally, <laughs> the whole reason I went out and uh, lifted that concert last night was because I had to drop $450 to get the brakes on my car done. And yeah, Phoenix don't have that kind of fucking cash because nobody's donating to our value for value podcast here. But no, in all seriousness, no, I'm I'm a string budget. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a single individual trying to pay off the bills of a married couple for, you know, <clears throat> the better part of 16 years. So in that endeavor, yeah, you know, shit's lean. So I got to do what I got to do to make sure that, you know, to be cliche about it, the lights stay on, even though <clears throat> my lights are controlled by the truck and uh, the company pays that fuel bill. But nonetheless, yeah, you know, I had to I had to go throw that uh, throw that money out there. And actually, this is what I love about the universe. One of the many vast things that I love is that at the most oddest times, you will have an experience that just changes your life and yesterday happened to be one of those times i um you know like i said i had to go get brakes on the car 
And the guy who was working the desk, <laughs> come to find out, was a former Secret Service agent under uh, Bush Jr. And he told me something quite interesting. I'm not going to name names, but uh, um, a certain someone that uh, we all happen to know. Um, yeah, he told me something about that particular uh, female. And uh, kind of confirmed everybody's suspicions about the situation. Because, um, yeah, from what I understand, she is truly a royal, well, you know, same thing I call phone boy's ex-wife. But anyway, you know, we're not name dropping here. This is the techno experts. This is Hillary Clinton's gang. But you didn't hear it here. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, she's just really fucking rude. Yeah. And all the Secret Service hated her. So, oh, gee, I wonder why. there you go. The truth about that one. Shit. Well, yeah, she, she might. Yeah, I mean, she must be because even my even my ex doesn't like her. So you, you take that for what it's worth, I guess. But anyway, it's uh, yeah. The, Wait the, a minute. Did you just say your ex didn't like her? No, yeah, that's what I, exactly what I said. Wow, I'm amazed because, you know, cunt respect cunt. Yeah, well, it's a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, of course, if I'd asked you that question now, I'm not sure. But anyway, that's a whole, that's a, that's a, that's a discussion. Why for the fuck time. would you ever want to even talk to well, her she, right uh, now? Well, She's uh, yeah. evil. Let's, she brings you down yeah. and fucks up your whole vibe, which yeah. is why you're not allowed to open your emails or talk to her or have anything to do with your divorce on a Saturday. Yes. Neither am I. That's right. things up. Yes. So, but. Fucks um, up the mojo. Yeah, so let's let's yeah let's let's but but I think it's important that in the con even though we're not you're not supposed to be talking about that but the, in the context of meditation yes I've had to learn a lot you know to 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 recenter myself because yeah there are times during the day not not on Saturdays but um, but uh, there are times during the day where yeah you need to get yourself recentered um you know i know for myself anyway i tend to go down my my brain tends to go down rabbit holes of of sorts as as you can listen to on this podcast but unfortunately uh sometimes those happen in your brain and and yeah then you just kind of spin out of control and and uh go and and just completely lose sight of um reality and uh so if we seek out rabbit holes yeah, we, we basically do seek out rabbit holes. And, and so uh, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. But, yeah, they are definitely sought and treasured here in, but, in the Lotus. Right. So what 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 has to what has to happen sometimes is, yeah, you need to get back to center. Right. Sometimes before responding to something, it's good to get the anxiety out. Right. And so, um, yeah, and that's where meditation comes helping. Sometimes it's I can tell you from experience, once you start doing it, it gets easier to do and you can kind of do it in almost any, I won't say in any situation, but you can do things that are meditative in the moment that will help gets you out of, you know, the fight or flight that often occurs in, in, in situations. And then once you've, once you've recovered, then you can respond in a rational and, um, you know, in a clear way. So, um, so, you know, it's really funny. You mentioned that phone boy <clears throat> because, um, <clears throat> I've been going through a, a situation that, uh, I haven't been, you know, talking about <clears throat> on the stream and I don't have any intention today of doing so. But 
this particular um, situation that I'm going through, I actually expressed <clears throat> that because of my past, and you know, anyone who listened to that particular episode, you know, knows what I'm talking about, but that I stay in a continuous state of fight or flight. And it's exhausting, physically and mentally. And that, you know, this endeavor that I'm about to undertake scared me to my core, quite honestly. And, uh, you know, even though I knew, you know, metaphorically that the ground is secure and, you know, the land is lush and beautiful, I, I was scared of, of, of taking, you know, one, one step upon it. And, you know, fully committing to the journey and having it shatter under my feet like shale. But um, I guess maybe through a not-so-conventional form of meditation, I came to realize that, um, yeah, that ground is as solid as a glacier. And uh, <clears throat> I'm ready for the journey. I'm ready to go all in. So, uh, yeah, good things to come for the Phoenix and for the Lotus podcast. I would say so. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, let's, uh, let's, let's get back to uh, what is meditation and what, what's, uh, what, 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 what kind of uh, research did you, uh, uh, did you? Oh, I did for? much, much, much research. Okay. I um, was up super stupid late. Like I stopped doing lift at 2.30 last night. I didn't go to bed till 7, 7.30 this morning. So I want y'all pedal heads to know that Phoenix is all in and committed to making this podcast one of the best damn podcasts that you fill your ear holes with. So to get down to business, let's see. I don't want to sound like phone boy and, and be searching for clips. So I'll just try to vamp in the meantime and make it look good <clears throat> and mute myself for a second. Damn hairballs! Yeah. Gotta yeah. quit licking the cat. Yeah, you know, the yeah, the, yeah, the, the the kid is you know he just wants to get on mic. You know, this is cashmere. You know, he's he's a he's a little diva. You know, he's got to he's got to get his. Uh, oh my god, he really is. Dear God, he really is. This son of a bitch has put two hairballs on the top bunk of my truck in the last week. I now have to upholstery clean the mattress up there. He's such a dick, but I'll tell you what, I couldn't live without him. But anyway, so we're going we're gonna to dive in. We've, we've gone down enough rabbit holes, by God. Let's dig into this. Attention. Do I have your attention? Interest. Are you interested? I know you are. Okay, so what I've researched, I found that according to a definition of meditation, that the practice or act of meditating is using mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train the attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. I thought that was a pretty good definition. I, I felt it was pretty solid. <clears throat> now, it is practiced in numerous religious traditions. The earliest records are found in the Upanishads, hope I said that right, of Hindu. Now, the Upanishads are Sanskrit texts, so that you know. 
but they're found in the uh, Upanishads of Hindu philosophy. And it plays a salient or most noticeable or important role in the completive repertoire of Buddhism and Hinduism. Asian meditative techniques have found applications in non-spiritual areas such as business and health also. So some of the benefits of meditation and anyone who's ever meditated, you know, including you, phone boy, I'm sure already knows that it's very effective in reducing stress, anxiety, depression, and pain. And it can also enhance peace and perception, self-concept, and well-being. So it's, <clears throat> it's a uh, pretty all-around good thing to do. You know, kind of seems like something that you would want to do for some self-care to uh, keep yourself centered, which this will actually come in, um, spoiler alert, this will come in in next episode uh, when we talk about the crown chakra. Oh, there you go. And uh, yeah, and it's, and I think, yeah, it is, I can say from my own experience, it's really helped out with a lot of those things um, because, yeah, it's very easy to loop in on an idea and keep and, and it just keeps going and going and, and that doesn't uh, mm-hmm. help you solve a problem because sometimes you're yeah not, you just spiral yeah just spiral out of out of control and so um you know i find you know and I, and I know we did it we did an episode on breathing not too long ago and we and, did and, and honestly yeah i mean a lot of the meditative techniques i've seen ultimately it's like you're basically focusing on something right whatever the mm-hmm. um whatever it is that the the, the 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 process you're going through and there's and there's different ones right there's different but the, but they all they all start with the breath right and and right and you're trying to to close your uh you know you're trying to um yeah you, you're not you're not going to actually get rid of all the thoughts that your brain has because your brain's going to just randomly think. Right, but you can, you can quiet them. You can turn them into white noise as opposed to something that is the, you know, main focus of your thoughts. And, you know, that's easier said than done sometimes, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's all, but yeah, and it's how quickly do you let them go? Right. Because the problem with the thoughts is not that you have them. It's that you Mm -hmm. allow them to consume you. And, uh, right. I, I, I call it, uh, you know, taking up rent in your head. Exactly. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, I'm not going there. Uh, <laughs> or li- I, sh- I should say living rent free in, in your head. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's definitely not living rent free. That's for sure. Anyway. <laughs> well, she kind of is. You're paying the fucking mortgage. Yeah, anyway. <clears throat> did I say that out loud? Yeah, I did. Yeah, but anyway, did. fuck her. Sorry, just can't manage to be censored today. Okay. Can't manage Phoenix to be needs a spanking. Yet. Uncensorable. Yeah, <clears throat> uncensorable. I like that. So, con- to continue on with our subject, before we go down yet another obnoxious rabbit hole, research continues to better understand the effects of meditation on psychological, neurological, and cardiovascular health. <clears throat> now, when I read that, it kind of seemed like a, a bit of a contradiction in terms. Because, you know, just the statement before, it basically said it relieves all of this shit that is directly connected to those three, 
you know, health things. So that, that confused me a little bit, but, you know, maybe it's just me. I can neither confirm nor deny, you know, always being completely sober. Although last night I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't even have a good Delta 8 buzz going. I was completely, like, dead ball sober. Of course, I was also, like, probably a blood sugar of negative 5. Because I hadn't eaten in, like, two days. I just was too busy. But, yeah, I don't know. Me and my rabbit holes again. You and so, your rabbit holes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a show title in there, you know, Phoenix no, and been, rabbit There's holes. been a couple. I know. I'm just a wealth of show titles. Except, well, anyway. yeah, we, we knew that, too. Yes, we do. So, now, I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce this right, so I'm going to give it hell, but Jane, it's J-A-I-N, so if anyone uh, can phonetically put it in the chat, if they know, or if you know from boy. Um, it is a type of meditation that is referred to as salvation path. It consists of three parts and is called the uh, wow uh, Ratnat Raya I'm guessing which means three jewels now those three parts are right perception and faith right knowledge and right conduct the aim is realizing the self attaining salvation and taking the soul to complete freedom. It aims to reach and remain in pure state of soul, believed to be pure consciousness beyond attachment or aversion. Now, the mantra is a combination of core letters or words on deity or themes. So a lot of times, you know, you'll hear people speak of their mantra. And I'm pretty sure um, you, um, the affirmation that you do every day, Boy, would be, I believe, in the, uh, in the category of a mantra. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the same idea. Um, mm -hmm. I'm healthy, happy, full of love and abundance for those who are interested. Which in what I that love, is. by the way, I, um, I actually... I, I mean, as you know, I adopted that for my own because I liked it so much. Because, yeah, flattery is the sincerest. Er, <laughs> I fucked that up. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, fl flattery is the sincerest imitation. form of imitation. No, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Uh, well, you realize I now I got my tongue tied. This is a show title, right? <laughs> yes. God damn it. I knew today was going to be a great goddamn time. I just didn't know to what extent. Oh, thank you, phone boy. I do not know what I would do without you. Probably sit in my truck and cry a lot. But anyway, getting back to topic, if you will. All Jane followers practice the mantra. An important part of daily lives of the monks or followers uh, mantra chanting can be done either loudly, audibly, or silently in the mind. Contemplation is a very old and important technique in meditation. It's done by meditating deeply on subtle facts. 
facts. And I, I think that what you were saying before about uh, when we were talking about, you know, turning, turning the thoughts into white noise, I think that kind of ties in with they, they would maybe be, you know, categorized as subtle facts to, you know, do, do you think that's like a fair, you know, is that a bridge we can make there? I, I think so. The way I look at it, and I think it, pro- it probably is, it's, it's, it's a semantic difference mostly, but um, that ultimately what you're, when you're in a meditative state, ultimately what should happen is the, the random thoughts that you have in your head should just basically float away like clouds and a clear, and, you know, across the sky, right? Um, so you observe, oh yeah, I'm anxious about that. But but you're able to let it go. You're not you're not dwelling on it. You're just observing. Oh, I've got you know, and I've I've got. Yeah, and I'm going to touch on that later with uh, tapping. Okay, but but yeah, but the idea is that yeah, that you that you recognize the thoughts and the feelings for what they are, but don't give them any more power than that. That they're just thoughts and feelings, right. and you just let them go. And yeah, and so the when and when you are you know and, and when you f- see yourself drifting toward that you bring yourself back to the breath or whatever it is that the, that the meditations having you focus on because of course it's really about changing your focus from whatever thoughts and feelings are, are going on in your mind to something very concrete like yeah like your breath or um you know how does right. it, how how do things you know how does different parts of your body feel right and so by and and it's and yeah, it's it's almost it's yeah it's creating an awareness or or you know tapping into the awareness that you have, um, not about your own thoughts but you know just your own body and getting out it's effectively getting out of your own head right and because yeah I mean, absolutely we, yeah because I know that both of us spend a little bit too much time in our head um, and uh, oh wait let me overanalyze this yeah <laughs> yeah I guess let me write that down as a show title um, so like yeah, I said I literally have that sticker on my clipboard because right. that. I will absolutely chew on it. If I cannot come up with a solution for whatever it is that is troubling me or, you know, possibly troubling someone else. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely going to wear it out like a piece of bubble gum until I find a solution. And unfortunately, you know, uh, (laughs) many more failures than solutions often turn up, which is, you know, adds to the frustration, but, you know, what are you going to do? You just got to kind of roll with it and keep trudging on, keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's, and that's, yeah, there are many, I think, I think that, you know, coming down to talking about failures, it's not how many times you fail, it's how many times you, uh, you get back up from it. And cause it's, cause ultimately you just have to succeed one of those times and then, you know, then, Precisely. So, then all those failures are worth it. It's, it's, a, it's a, you know, a series of failures is, you know, which I've, I've used as an as a. I'm not writing that down for a show title here because I've actually no because used that that's already a, been used. Yeah, I, it's already been used on a different podcast. Uh, yeah, and my boss made a made a joke about it. Um, he said when he, he no actually we used it on ours. Oh well, no a series. We of have failures a show is, title. Well, a series we we had a result, result of many, of many fa- failures. Yeah, I said a Same series of failures. Difference. But yeah, yeah. Okay, you know words do matter. You're going to be analytical on this. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Let, wow, let you resigned yourself this. way too easy. You resigned yourself to that way too easy phone boy. Wow. Uh, you know. I, you I, poor, poor man. Have you really been beaten down that low? 
Come on, clap back. You know how much I like when you clap back. Uh, clap on, clap off. It makes for good show content. I know. I'm just... I, I, I need... You know, I haven't had enough coffee yet. This is the problem. Um, yeah, well, you know, you need to put some more uh, blood in that caffeine stream for sure. Yeah, we do. We know, so. we know what happens when uh, Homeboy doesn't have enough. But, uh, you know, the rule... Coffee's the closes on. Yeah. Or, uh, so this is more like what I'm what I'm seeing right now. No service for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what my brain yeah, is doing right now. It's just it's just you know. Um, yeah. Well, I'll give your brain a rest, and we'll get back to the. Um, the we'll get back to the subject at hand. That's right. So there are seven facts of contemplation: life and non-life, the inflow, bondage. One of my personal favorites. Oh, wait, maybe that's not the kind they mean. Okay, never mind. Shh, edit that out. Stoppage, removal of karmas, the financial accomplishment of liberation. Now, it's it's funny <clears throat> because the final accomplishment of liberation kind of spoke to me with... There was a meme, I think it was on N.A., that was shared and it was an air mattress on the floor with a blanket and and you and I have you know talked about it separately you know sometimes freedom looks like this and that's a really deep that's a really deep statement because I realized last night while I was doing lift and it was like 1 30 in the morning yeah for me this is what freedom looks like and ultimately liberation, you know, liberation from the shackles of fear that I'm doing what I have to do in order to further our life. And yet I'm taking shit for it. But, you know, but by doing the right thing, it really speaks to damned if you do and damned if you don't. And that's a really difficult. That's a really difficult pill to swallow when you realize that your life has kind of become that. I mean, not, not to go, you know, down the, down the divorce rabbit hole or anything like that, but it just, like I said, it really spoke to me, you know, the, the final accomplishment of liberation. What ultimately is the final accomplishment of liberation? What is the last piece to the puzzle, if you will? Yeah, Sir Bemro said, damned if you do, damned if you don't, leads to damned if you care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, there is, I mean, that is a mic drop right there. Because that is exactly how I feel about the whole situation. So. Yeah, it's. Yeah. And then that's what I, you know, not to go down the hole, but, you know, that's what I told my ex, you know countless times that you know it, at some point I'm going to stop caring and when my give a damn fully breaks I'm done and there's no repair and yeah the give a damn finally broke and with it the chains that were binding me and and you know unfortunately some of the fear has still remained but day by day, it gets better. And every day that I realize that there isn't this unseen boogeyman 
that's, you know, screaming in my ear, even if it does scream in my head that I'm somewhere I shouldn't be or why am I not doing something someone else wants me to do? You know, it, it loops back to putting your own oxygen mask on. You know, if people around you don't respect the fact you have to put your own oxygen mask on, maybe you don't need to be breathing the same oxygen those people are. I mean, just putting it out there. Yeah, and that's, you know, ultimately, yeah. And, and there's, and there's, we could get into the whole discussion because there's, I think we've had this discussion about, you know, do you focus on yourself? Do you focus on God? Do you focus on your friends or, you know, or people around you? And, and I, I mean, I think you can have a balance with that. But, I mean, I, I hate to say, and, you know, apologies to anyone who, you know, has religion and believes that you put God before yourself. That, for me, you know, with, with greatest, sincerest apologies, that does not work for me specifically. Um, much like the, oh, God will provide. Well, you know, a lot of times... It's not God who's providing. It's somebody earthly. Some human that sees your need. Now, you may think that they've been moved by God. They may have no religion at all. They may be agnostic. They may be <clears throat> Wiccan like myself. You know, they, they can be any anything. You don't know. So it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I know you know I had a point and I lost it, so never mind. Yeah, well, it's yeah. I think I've I think I lost it too, <laughs> but I've lost my uh, yeah. It it is. I mean, with all this stuff, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a little frustrating at times that yeah we're not able to keep our points together. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that, that, I had all of my ducks in a row for that statement, and then one of the little bastards wandered off. The little bat, yeah, they do. They and do the rest that. followed. They, they, yeah, th that happens from time to time. Um, the, 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 well, the at start of show, due to the fact I've had three and a half hours of sleep, like I said, you know, I, uh, I didn't go bed till after the sun came up. You yeah, know, I good. woke the rooster. Yeah, no bueno. No, not on a show day. Yeah, you, but, yeah, uh, yeah, you woke the rooster. Yeah. Woke the rooster. Yeah, I did. Kick, kicked him right in his balls. Okay. Don't well, go there on the accent, phone boy. I don't want to hear it. Uh, <clears throat> I got to hear it all of, from work. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God! Thank God for a mute button. That's all I'm saying. That's a show title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, considering how much you fucking criticize me for my mute button. Yeah. But uh, I remember to turn my mute button off yeah yeah i just have more mute buttons or just damn it jim exactly there's that damn it jim i'm a yeah precisely damn it jim i'm a doctor not a script writer oh wait a minute that's, that's the wrong show beautiful next thing you know we're getting lawsuits for copyrights yeah well, if this is the music we play isn't isn't gonna do that um yeah, here here they come to snuff the rooster. <laughs> yeah, snuff the rooster. Oh boy! All right. So you okay. moving right along. <laughs> exactly. So <clears throat> let's center ourselves and contemplation on incorrect insights 
one indulges, which develops right insight ultimately. Now, if any of that makes sense to anybody, let me know, because I didn't get it either. I don't think it didn't make sense to me, of course. I'm also, yeah, I mean, oh, I had my own issues with sleep last night. I won't, I won't get into yeah. it. But yeah, anyway, that's a. Read yeah. that as snort. Yes, thank you, Dame Bemrose. Yeah. I did too. So, yeah. I mean, hey, what do you want for no sleep? Yeah, what do you and want? somebody who has zero experience with meditation on, you know, on, on, on a obvious plane. You know, I'm flying by the scene of my pants here, and I'm not lying about it. It's not the first time I've put my dick on the table, and it won't be the last. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, um, anyway. <laughs> just Anyway, so one reflects on eight causes or basic types of karma. Now, this confused me a little bit because I thought karma was something completely different. I mean, above and beyond what we throw around in our chat rooms and and you know, Adam has his jingle for. To me, and and please, you know, everybody feel free to weigh in, especially in our voicemail, because, you know, I'm kind of getting tired of not having voicemails. Come on. You know, Dame Bemrose, you can do it. Pick up the phone. Call 253-237-3321. There we go. I guess somebody actually had to Thank say phone the phone what? number. So there you go. Well, you know what? I was hoping you were going to pick up the stick and run with it because, you know, I can never remember our damn phone. Number. Yeah, I, I know. Well, this is why eyes. we work so well together. It's I, 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 Yes, it I, is. I, I picked, we I, are I, like I, a well-oiled machine. You did. I hope when we dance together, you'll take my lead as well. Mm, yeah. Um, but that's in the post show. That's in the post show. That's right. So, yeah. Anyway, so on on karma – now, to me, karma is like this force that can go either way. You know, if you are doing good by other people and you're living, you know, a proper life. Now, mind you, you know, that's subject to interpretation because, you know, what I consider a proper life may not be what somebody else considers a proper life. But overall, if you're just not a shitty person and you're just trying to get through this existence with some semblance of sanity and normality, the way I look at it, you're you're good. If you're not wishing bad shit on other people, if you're not doing bad shit to other people, then karma should not be a problem for you. Yes, <laughs> people need trolling. Yeah, a kind of cause and effect. I agree with Dame Bemrose about that because it's it's like putting good out to get good back. That's the way I view it. So that's what I always thought karma was, was as long as you're a good person, you know, people who are shitty to you are going to get theirs. You don't have to retaliate on them. And at the same time, if you're a good person and you're trying to do right, you're going to have blessings in your life when you need them. You know, not always when you want them, mind you, because the universe knows what you need. And sometimes the universe doesn't give you the answer that you think you want, but it ends up being exactly what you need. Yeah, it's, so. like, the, it's, like, the, it's like the old uh, Rolling Stones song, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you might find you get what you need. That's right. So, And I might have to play that with that. Show. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's, you know, that's my thoughts on, you know, karma is that, you know, put it out, 
get good back. That's the way it's supposed to work. Now, I'll, I'll throw a different I'll, I'll throw a different take on, on karma. And I kind of, you know, you, you hear I mean, we kind yeah, of, please do. Yeah. We make the joke about thoughts and prayers. Right. Because in, in the you know, and I, I realize that in Judeo-Christian, um, you know, religions um, do, that that there's there's this concept of prayer and it is, you know, the concept of putting good energy, good thoughts out into the world, right? So, you know, and we, you know, and and in the no agenda sphere, we talk about, um, you know, we talk about this, you know, this 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 concept of karma and saying you know that I need you know karma for this that or the other thing right and, and it's a and it's you know and, and you know we we joke that thoughts and prayers don't do a whole lot but actually they kind of do I mean you get enough I think you get enough good thoughts and you know prayers out there and prayer is just another way to kind of do it a prayer is a form of meditation by the exactly. way exactly and so, it, yes it is yeah and I think if you get enough I people- wasn't going to touch on that part of meditation because I didn't want to cross over into the religious sects of, you know, the different religions that have their different um, beliefs and practices for meditation. I didn't want to go down that road. I purposely avoided that rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Uh, So, you know, but that's, but the idea being that you never can. No, I I saw a perfectly good rabbit hole. The low hanging fruit, the the big old rabbit hole with the do not enter sign. Phone boy kicks the, the sign over and you know dives right in yeah why not but yeah and and i think it's and yeah why so, not what i've and I, I this is this is kind of a theory I've, I've i've lived by anyways that you know i don't think that any religion is necessarily wrong it's there's a lot of them all kind of say the same thing they just use different language and they talk it you know they use in different terms and so it's, it's kind of the same concept right yeah you, you know i don't think there's anything wrong with 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 putting positive thoughts out into the universe for a, a specific person or a specific individual now i don't think it's great to put out negative thoughts against a particular person or a particular individual it's a yeah, that's a that yeah that's you know that's the negative kind of karma and you know and of course in like Star Wars they talk they talk about it like the Force right it's except it's more of a supernatural thing but it's ultimately the same thing it's right you can you can use this energy for good or you can use this energy for bad and you know and that's and and, and so you know prefer to use it for good so yeah I think it's but that yeah that covers a wide range of things though that that particular subject is wide and vast. That is that is a Grand Canyon. We do not have enough time to uh, go into today for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, but I wanted to at least address it. Not, a, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to sure. dive yeah. too far down that rabbit hole because yeah, that probably. Okay, as long as you had a bungee strap around your ankles for that rabbit hole, we'll we'll be good. As long as we can haul you back up. Yeah. And I'm now that gonna, you've I'm lost not, 150 plan, pounds, we can haul to, you back up a whole lot easier. Yeah. Well, I'm not planning to go back up the uh, or, or to go down too deep to that rabbit hole because yeah that's not a that's yeah that's not a rabbit hole i want to spend a lot of time in personally but i think it was worth acknowledging for sure oh absolutely you know i i just couldn't you know resist a an opportunity to you know break your ass a little bit i don't have time for this bullshit well i understand you don't have time for this bullshit and unfortunately for you you know i'll tell you the truth So, let's get back to the subject. So, one thinks about vastness of universe and loneliness of soul. Yeah. We think about the vastness of the universe a whole damn lot. And uh, I'm not going to say that my soul is lonely, 
I mean, maybe it was at one point in time, but it's definitely not now, which is a really nice thing to be able to say because, oh, yeah, there there were definitely some some dark times once upon a time. So it's nice to not have to look at those and really think about them, you know, because I, you know, with that letter that I wrote to my father, I released so much hurt that was inside of me that I don't, I mean, people I've told, you know, that I did that episode and, and, you know, that may have listened to it have asked me, you know, you know, they've, you know, they, there's been mixed reviews from, you know, how courageous it was and, you know, saying, well, I could never do that, you know, if it were me type thing. It's amazing that you don't realize what you can do until you're faced with the situation. And, you know. Yeah, well, it's, you know, they say the universe or God doesn't give you any more than you can handle, so... Um, right exactly so yeah sometimes you got to dig in and find strength that you didn't know you had or that you that you could in fact slay the demons you thought that you couldn't slay and yeah it's yeah i mean you know even my own you have to be you have to be willing to face those demons though you know i mean i don't know if i've talked about it uh before that during the six months that i took off from my current company Uh, I went and drove a dump truck. It was something that I always wanted to do. And I came up against the opportunity. I I shouldn't say came up against the opportunity opened itself up to me. And I was smart enough to grasp it with both hands where there was a guy who was willing, because if you know anything about the trucking industry, in order to drive a dump truck, you have to have experience. Well, it's kind of a catch-22 because the only way you can get experience is if somebody is willing to hire you to do the damn job. And it becomes circular. Well, lucky for me, this guy was willing to take a chance on me because I have been driving an 18-wheeler for as long as I have. And he could afford you know, to, to train me because he was... It was on a um, owner op, or not owner op. I'm sorry, a uh, independent contractor basis. So, you know, there there wasn't a whole lot of liability because he had somebody who he completely trusted training me that he was not going to cut me loose until this guy said, "Yeah, you know, she's good to go." So, one of the things I had to do doing this job, it was the primary thing that I had to do doing this job was we have a mountain here in East Tennessee. It's called Blackberry Mountain. And it's where all the ultra, super, douchebag rich people um, have property and have houses built so that they can look at the wonderfulness of our beautiful mountain and, yeah, fuck up the ecosystem and the wildlife while we're at it. But, hey, I'm not bitter. So, long story short, it's a very steep mountain. And I'm not going to say his equipment was not, you know... I'm ignoring Sir Bemrose at this point in time. Cannot believe he would make a statement about not mountains in Tennessee. That's like not air in Colorado. But anyway, so I had to drive his less than pristine equipment on this mountain. 
And there were times that I was very afraid that the brakes would not stop me in this truck. And I would go for an unfortunate ride. Now, whether or not I would survive it, who knows? And there was one particular site that we were working on where you literally had to back out the road. And the only way that you can see is using your left and right side mirror. You don't got a rear view, ladies and gentlemen. It don't work like that. And you don't have somebody outside the truck giving you hand signals. You know what I'm saying? And also, just for that added pucker effect, you had cars on the left side of the road that were parked partially on the road. And on the right side, you had about a 50, oh, easily a probably 500 to 1,000 foot drop sheer down. You you go off the side of that. You slide. You're done. Uh, they're picking you up with a spoon. Same thing getting down off that mountain on, on that road. Driving it. Those brakes let go. You better be right with God or whoever you believe in if you believe in something. Because you're probably going to meet them. I had to figure out how to conquer that fear. Because it was a crippling fear. Because if anybody knows anything about um, combination vehicles... The way the brake system works is with air. And when your air pressure drops below, I believe it is 60 PSI, there is a very audible, frightening, nerve-shattering alarm that goes off. And if I would keep my foot on the brake pedal, it would drain the air off. Ergo, the alarm would go off. A rational person, which at that point in time I was not, would realize that, okay, if we lose all the air in the system, the worst thing that's going to happen is the and brakes are going to engage. And what's your problem? Let me tell you why there was no rationality in that for me. Because with the weight of these dump trucks on the slope that we were on and the dirt was very loose, even if you're sitting still, you don't need a whole lot of momentum to start sliding. And again, we're going to have the same conversation we just had. You're going down that mountain in a slide. Better get right with God or whoever you believe in if you believe. So, yeah, there were many aspects to that job that scared the purple piss out of me. And I needed that job because I had put all my eggs in one basket. I had given my two-week notice and left my company to go do this job and did not expect that I would be able to go back to my other job if things went pear-shaped. And the whole reason why I took the job was because my ex was bitching I wasn't home enough. Because, you know, I work during the week. I leave on Sunday. I come back on Friday. Sometimes I don't come back till Saturday. You know, if, if my clock gets screwed. But nonetheless, I had a decision to make because I was petrified to do this job. And at the time, uh, the guy who was training me kind of let me in on the secret that, look, you know, the boss is, is you know, is pretty much going to give you an ultimatum. Um, it's sink or swim time. So unless you, you know, are, are comfortable driving this truck, you need to bow out. So you either need to shut up or put up. So. I had to make a, a very, very important decision, you know, sink or swim. 
And ultimately, I have to tell you, one of the best decisions I've ever made was that I grabbed myself by the bootstraps and I tugged hard. And I realized that what's the worst that can happen? I started taking stock of my life and going, okay, I'm in a shitty marriage of which I've contemplated ending my fucking life more times than I can count. The only thing that stopped me is because I love my kids and I couldn't do that to them or my mother. So if I die on a mountain, just know that I went out riding Dixie, baby, because, you know, I, I felt at that moment in my life, what did I have to lose? And yeah, so I, I put my money where my mouth was and I did that job and I conquered other fears as well as that mountain by doing that job because I have a fear of crustaceans, crabs, lobsters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, crawfish. Yeah. Okay. So, so how, okay. So how is it you're not afraid of me because I'm a cancer, which is a, which is a, you know, a, a crab water sign, you know, how are you well, not afraid of me? You know, I am afraid of you, phone boy. You, you frighten me on so many levels I can't discuss them on this podcast. But at the same point in time, how is it that I'm a fire sign and I love water? Yeah, there are many it's things we cannot explain irony. in this universe. Well, just remember, phone boy, that, you know, with, with my fire added to your water, um, I could boil you alive. And you might be tasty. Mm. You'd be a lot of work to get the meat out of, but you'd be tasty. Mm. Well, you know, there's all, well, you know, but of course I'm also a water sign and I can, uh, I can uh, put out that fire, so to speak. Um, but anyway, that's... this is, this is true. You, you definitely do tame my shrew. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ta tame no, my seriously, shrew. Though. That's a fucking show title. <laughs> yeah, it is. But seriously, like there, there are times when, you know, when, when I do rage and, and you have, you know, you've taught me, you know, the breathing and you've breathed with me. You've, you've been through some crazy shit with me. You're an excellent person and I'm really, really, you know, blessed and, and, and fortunate to call you my friend and my podcast partner in crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Um, Okay. <laughs> well, that went anyways. Wow, you guys. that went any that that was a rabbit hole. Anyway. Okay. Um. So which one? Oh my god! Off? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to cough. I got a dry throat, and then I looked over at the chat and saw Sir Bemrose with his friggin' Takai. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my! Yeah, so that just cracks me up. Especially, yeah. Well, anyway, god damn it! Rabbit holes, rabbit holes everywhere. Yes, I. No kidding. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that's another show title. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Rabbit holes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ha I have more. Uh, I have more show titles than show notes at this point. <laughs> it's not my fault. You're a shitty note taker. You can share mine. You can copy my cliffs. Yeah, that's all right. I got, I've got, I've got my own. Pretty fucking bad. You're the college graduate, and I'm the one note taking. Do we see a problem here? There's a shift in that paradigm. Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was a shitty note taker in college too. So, 
But anyway. And yet somehow there you are. Uh, yeah, a beautiful I college to degree get, I, I and a fantastic somehow, job. I like, graduate and anyway, anyway, do what I do. All right. Uh, may I say it was on your looks, perchance? Well, you know. Because, yeah. You're a good-looking guy, phone boy. All righty. Okay. So now, so where were we? <laughs> All righty. And that would be now time to take a shot, as that is locking up phone boy's brain. <laughs> yeah. That's not hard to do today, since phone boy's brain is still asleep. Okay. I've had less sleep than you have. That is a piss poor excuse, considering how hard I worked last night. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else hear phone boy's face turning red? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, exactly. I didn't say it, Cotton Gin, because I went with the uh, phone boy's brain locking up, because that's what I love doing is you know, making so, so his least, brain lock so, up. So I, I, okay, I hope you all have some alcohol because, or or you got or you've got some some good good to uh, to uh, partake of. Uh, yeah, because I have a feeling we're going to be needing to take some hits of that while uh, we're going to be going late tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. <laughs> Thank God dinner's open late. Yeah, exactly. Well, if it weren't for the fact that I've already drank like it, in the last 48 hours, I probably consumed an entire bottle of scotch. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been one of those weeks. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 not. Doing yeah, that that's today. probably um, that's probably why we're having such a great damn time in here, because uh, this is the first actual good good that Phoenix has smoked since bowl after bowl Tuesday. There you go. Yeah, it's been one of those things. But it's good shit, so we're having a great time. And I wish I had my clip up, but my phone keeps shutting off because, yeah, fuck Apple. Yeah. Yep, said it out loud. There you go. Phone boy, you ass hat. You know that makes me laugh like a teenager every time you play it. Exactly. You're you're two years old. Uh, yeah, I am. And I'm, and I'm proud. Uh. Yeah, well, you know what else you are? I mean, the only class in this act is sitting next to me, and I'm here to tell you, this boy's soul is intact. Because we were just talking about that soul. I wanted to bring it back around. I wanted to circle back. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So... So did you, so have you have you lost your train of thought yet, or are you still or do you still have a point no? In this we're whole still process? chugging along. Okay, awesome. No, we're 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 going to move on to Buddhist meditation now. Oh my! Oh my! So, <laughs> Buddhist meditation refers to the practices associated with the religion and philosophy of Buddhism. What a shocker! So. To pursue the path of awakening and nirvana through the process of meditation. That is the goal. And I screwed up on my show notes because I see an empty spot. I was supposed to do a definition. I failed you, pedalheads. So we're just going to glaze over that like it never happened. Like like it never happened, yeah. That's right, another show title. Yeah, like it never happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. That could, yeah. If I if I did if I didn't uh, if I didn't record, uh, you know, that's uh, that would be that would that would uh, be exactly what it'd be like. It never happened because we never did the you know we never did the show. <laughs> if I find that's but, right. But I've got two recordings going right now, so it, 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 so. Yeah, we don't want the same debacle we had last week to happen this week. Yeah, well, that's true. That's just, there's a reason I've got there's there's a reason the roadcasters, you know. Got to record. That's it's red. It's recording. It's awesome. 
And it tells me that Yes, it's a color that Foam Boy can relate in his chaotic, beautiful mind means, hey, there's some shit going on over here. Yeah, exactly. And, and just have to remember to uh, keep it there. So so anyway. Um, this is true. You also have to remember to hang up after leaving a voicemail, <laughs> which you all can do at 253-237-3321. And uh, yeah, give us your thoughts. Troll us. Do whatever you want. Oh yeah, well, we've been we we got some stuff going on here. So um, we do. We are on fire yeah. today. So, so my question. So okay. So you went. You went. You were go- going on with the Buddhists. Uh, so mm-hmm. my question, therefore, is um, yeah. So I, when I did my own research on this a while back, it's to me, it's all just about terminology. It still comes back to the same basic concepts of. You know, and, you know, ascend, change. It really does. It it really does. So, um, <clears throat> there's, I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a metric ass ton of research out there, and we've included the show notes um, of where I found a whole lot of the, um, excuse me, <laughs> the coffee is getting to me. All the information I was found can be you know, access through the links in the show notes. I'm not magical and amazing. <laughs> I Wikipedia this shit. Cause like I said, I have no experience with meditation and you know, I will call my own self out. So there's that. Yeah. But, 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 I, think, um, there, but I think what's important about, about all this stuff is it gets easier with practice and I'll, and I'll just kind of give you a personal anecdote. Right. That is mm-hmm. please do. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I'm all go- I'm going through shit, right? Of course it is. And now I will say at the very beginning. No, you don't say. Yeah, I, I, I'll I'm say shocked. At the very beginning of this, there was no amount of meditation that was helping because I was like, I, you know, we, yeah, we, I have firsthand account that yeah. Phone Boy was losing his ever loving shit. Yeah, well, when you I go- saw the calmest man I've ever spoken to lose it on a level I've never seen. Yeah, well. Uh, it scared me from 2,400 miles away that, wow, that's needed to come out for way too long. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, you could tell you've been, re- I mean, all due respect, phone boy, you know what I'm saying? You could just, you could tell you were repressing that shit for so many years. You well, know, we talked about it. Oh, that, yeah. You know, when I saw the picture of you the first time on any social, that, you know, what I saw was not what everyone else saw you know i said it out loud and i'll i'll tell the pedal heads the smile that was on your face was absolutely fake as fuck and i told you that and i mean you know all due respect you could see pain behind your eyes you could see that you were essentially a prisoner in your own self you know on on whatever level you want to take that i mean i could see that Oh yeah, well and, it was. You but, know, no, but I mean, that's but, why I reached out to you that first night in you know the bowl chat. Yeah, exactly. Because I felt like, well, first of all, I mean, one, you actually talked to me, and you're an enigma in my world. Like you're fucking phone boy. So yeah, the fact you actually even gave me the time of day to respond to my personal message was fucking insane. But nonetheless, yeah, I just kind of felt like you could use a friend, and uh, this beautiful podcast that we have is essentially a result of that. Yeah, this is a result uh, of that. Right? So, yeah, this is a result that, of that. Yeah, but I think that, yeah, I mean, 
what I was really afraid of at that point was, you know, it's kind of like real basic stuff. Like, uh, yeah, living in my car. Um, that was what I was afraid of. Yeah, I, no shit. Yeah. Which, you know, given what the courts are, you know, anyway, that's, yeah, let's not go there. But, but ultimately, yeah, that I was, I was going, I went from, you know, being secure and, you know, having a nice place to live and not worrying about finances to, yeah, pretty much my entire world was flipped upside down. And, you know, there's a certain there's you know there uh, meditation was only helping so much there because at some point yeah if you don't know where you're gonna be where, where you're gonna be living and 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 you're and you are you know f- afraid for many things then um, yeah it, it, you know it's <clears throat> it's funny that you mentioned that phone boy I just remembered that I was gonna tell the pedal heads about what happened this week you already know about it because we talked right. Yeah, so y'all know that, you know, Phoenix is living in her 18-wheeler, thanks to divorce, and being just too nice of a fucking person. But anyway, we're not going to go there. Well, I've had a lot of chaos in, in my head lately, and I feel like everybody can see it, but maybe nobody could. I don't know. But, uh, long story short, I read a scale ticket wrong. Which subsequently turned into me coming unglued on the loader at our company for having loaded it wrong. And yeah, so my boss pulls me aside and says, we need, you know, to talk about this. And I said, no, we really don't. And she's like, yeah, we do. You know, we need to talk about your attitude, this and that. And, uh. Yeah, I was um I was definitely checked out, ladies and gentlemen, because I looked at my boss and said, "You want my 2-week notice? You can have it if we're going to, you know, if we're going to go here." And yeah, I I'm really lucky that I have a fantastic boss who is not a raging twat waffle because she easily could have <clears throat> ended not only my um, my career with this company, uh, but also essentially left me high, dry, and homeless because I have no one to come and get me in Nashville if I end up fired, essentially. But for whatever reason, I just checked the fuck out and was not present in myself it was like watching myself from from the outside looking in it's like watching the train wreck that you know is inevitable but you can't do anything to stop it that pretty much described uh is described that day and um yeah i had i had two very dark days uh during this week that really affected me negatively mentally i mean to the point that scared phone boy because I wasn't me I was withdrawn I was just not I, wa- I wasn't I wasn't your happy little fiery phoenix y'all I was I was, I was pretty low and uh, you know I was really lucky that I didn't end up losing my job and, and my uh, my livelihood because I'm trying to get up out of this hole that you know a 16-year marriage, Doug. Yeah, 
and, and I definitely need to learn how to meditate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, really, you know, and again, I think I've said this before, but yeah, meditation's about, yeah, it, it is really about being present, right? It's getting out of your own head. It's, it's focusing, you know, focusing inward in a sense, right? It's focus, but, but not, not in your, in your, th- in, in your head, but just, yeah, but just being present in life and, and, and appreciating things and, and yeah, and, and, you know, being in the here and now and not getting caught up in, you know, the, yeah, that it's the, all of the things, right. I mean, you know, what doesn't kill you will make you stronger, but, um, but, you know, and I also know too that. Yeah. But no, not to step in the pitfalls too. Yeah. Yeah. And not step in the pitfalls, but it's just, but it's also just taking a step back and going, Oh crap, this is, you know, um, you know that you're not, you're not getting caught up in the even in the minutia of things. It's just taking it, you know, taking a step back, taking a you know look at the big picture, and and yeah, and just appreciating, you know, what you have and and where you're at right now, and and uh, you know, and, and and the fact that yeah, you can take a breath and be alive, and and that you can and. Yeah, it's things. Things can always be worse, and that was. I think one of the things I learned. Um, so, I in January I spent a week basically living in downtown Tacoma out of a hotel, and and I'd walk around downtown Tacoma, and you get to and yeah, um, you know, living in uh, Wisteria Lane, i.e. Gig Harbor, getting the Tacoma aroma, were you? Yeah, I was getting the Tacoma aroma. Uh, well, a little bit. Yeah, I was finding out what the hell that was. Oh, yeah, but. What I realized is that it can always be worse, right? Is that there is, you know, you see what, you know, what is, what people can be, you know, how bad a situation can be. So having that perspective is one thing, but just realizing that, yeah, you know. You know, that that's a really good point. Um, so I was at the, uh, I was at the Awful Waffle uh, here close to where I currently stay. And... <laughs> in the chat well that was back anyway that was back in january i'm okay that's right although i will tell you he's had an intervention a whole lot better but anyways so i'm at the awful waffle last night getting a little grub on and uh drinking literally more than a pot of coffee i'm sure which is probably what contributed to only getting three and a half hours sleep before my brain clicked on and went yeah get up yeah after only three and a half hours. Anyway, um, but I got to talking with one of the servers, and you know she, um, you know she kind of confided in me that you know she's she's got problems with you know one of her kids uh, that's you know that's on drugs, and and the worst part of it is that uh, the. <laughs> Her husband is, she suspects, sleeping with her daughter and also is giving her money to go and get the drugs. And she has nowhere to go. So, you know, when I kind of sit down and I go, oh, poor me, you know, I'm living in a, I'm living in my fucking truck. I never get away from work. I hear that story from her and my heart goes out to her and I think, I'm such a selfish asshole. At least I have a warm place to sleep, you know, because I walked away from my marriage. You know, I have 
you know, as fucked up as my kids can be, yeah, um, it's not that bad, to be honest. And, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely not trying to, you know, talk shit about anyone who's going through that. I mean, absolutely genuine that my heart goes out to you because, yeah, it really can always be worse when you think that yours is the worst situation out there. Somebody else comes along and says, yeah, let me top that. Yeah. And uh, so it can always be worse. And uh, yeah. And that's, that's a show title, by the way. Could always be worse. Yeah, I, for sure. Like right. uh, you, you got that. So, the last few things I'm going to say about this meditation situation, uh, before I turn the floor over to you, is that having become calm and concentrated, one perceives self within self, and I think that's very important to remember. Because when you're able to be calm and you're able to concentrate, you can definitely see within yourself and you can see where you're coming up with, you know, the blockage you may be dealing with in your life that you need to push past. You, you become much more self-aware. Now, one of the really great ways to do that is through transcendental meditation which it's done twice a day for like 20 minutes and the positions that you can usually do so uh, are full lotus half lotus burmese and caesar i have no idea what any of those look like haven't been able to find pictures but I was fascinated by the fact that they had the word lotus in them. So I figured I'd include them. Now, you can also do it sitting, laying on your back, or standing. Now, guided meditation, which is really good for lowering stress, uh, reducing asthmatic episodes, which that would be really beneficial for me because I don't want to have to stay on, you know, pig pharma's tip for the rest of my life, especially for my breathing. And the weight loss has been very instrumental in helping that, but there's still a little bit more to go. You know, I realized when my pediatrician said I would outgrow it by the time I was 13 and, you know, I was in my 20s. Yeah, I figured out that uh, he was pretty much full of shit. And I was never getting rid of this fucking disease, you know, thanks, uh, thanks to genetics or whatever caused it, you know, lucky fucking me. So that kind of, you know, that, that kind of hits home for me that maybe if I put a little bit of, uh, investment into this meditation thing, maybe that can help me further my path to, you know, alongside the diet and exercise and all of the, <clears throat> excuse me, changes in my life that I'm making, you know, maybe this is something as well that can, you know, be put in my arsenal to essentially become the best me I can be. And it also helps with anger episodes, which we're not even going to go there about the fact that I have at least several of those a day driving this rig and, and being, essentially surrounded by assholes, as it were. So, 
It also helps with negative thinking. <laughs> Amazing. You know, two days this week. If I had just had guided meditation, I could have fixed it. It also helps with anxiety, coping, focus, and general well-being, which we all could use a little more general well-being in our lives for sure. But yeah, of course, I, of course, I, of course, I missed my cue to play this clip. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. You know, I was looking for it as I was saying it. I was like scrolling through my clip list in my head, going, "God damn it, where's that clip?" So thanks for coming in the clutch, phone boy. Yeah, well, there I you appreciate go. you so yeah. much. So my my fantastic, uh, you know, you you are the yin to my yang, phone yeah. boy. Well, there we go. And uh, yeah, so we have. Um, I'm looking at the. Let's see. Oh, we still are. Okay. It's fun. I'm watching the No Agenda stream and apparently it's clicked over to the last episode of our of our of our podcast cuz apparently we're getting in and out of the No Agenda stream. I don't know what's going on, but anyway. Have to love technology. Have to love technology. Yeah. Uh, you also have to like Pig Farmer's Tit, which I wrote down as a show title potentially, but That's fantastic. Yeah. So I think uh I think we probably Oh, I was going to say uh, I think we probably could use a breather break. Yeah. Uh, so I guess okay. a little bit of okay. Yeah. So if you okay, so you have poem. your poetry, so I'm going to. I do. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna hit the clip here of the moment of meditation, and then I'll then I'll talk about a very apropos card given the conversation that we that we just spent oh the last hour or so having. Fantastic. Quiet reflection enfolds us as we move mindfully through the day. Far away we travel now to where we cannot say. Free your soul and fill your heart. No better time than now to start. Shine your light upon the masses. How quickly it seems our time it passes. Calm your mind and return with me to peace above all inside tranquility blessed be moment of tranquility there uh, you know That's gotta have right. gotta have that so now of course i did it i did tarot draws as i do every now and again uh, it's uh and uh i actually drew on a, on a on a draw for myself because yeah you know it's like i like i said i've been going through some stuff um and uh, yeah and so my uh you know my draw is about um you know yeah just sort of how do i get how do i get through well what I'm currently going through right now with, uh, yeah, with, uh, with my, with my divorce situation. And so one of the cards that came up was the hermit. Yeah. Uh, and Interesting. It was, and it, and I'm hoping that's not implying that you're going to become a hermit. No, but I think it actually, but that's, I think where the, um, the definition is actually a little bit more interesting, right? Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to isolate because that's what we tend to think of as the hermit, but actually, um, 
you know, when we when we talk about um, the hermit and, you know, and, 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 and roughly it's the, you know, that whether you're talking about Rider Waite or you're talking about Marseille, that ultimately they're, they're, they're fairly similar, right? So it's a card of self-reflection, introspection, contemplation, withdrawal, solitude, search for self. Um, and, you know, the, the, the hermit is a seeker for the knowledge that comes from within. Um, a wander, a lonely wanderer in the path of the night. He searches for that which he can only be gained with long periods of solitude, the inner voice. To hear it, he must disconnect from the crowds whose voices and desires threaten to overcome his own. He walks through the dark night of his unconscious, guided only by the low light of the northern star, with his destination being his home, his self. Um, now, it's of course, it might mean that you need to be alone. Right. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes in order to sometimes being alone is not the worst thing. No, it's not. I mean, but... truly, sometimes the best thing you can do is be alone with your thoughts. You know, it, it helps to, you know, be able to sort them. Exactly. But it could also mean that, you know, so it, so and that's a, that's an important thing. But it could, it could also refer to an effort to in taking action that is, you know, that's that's aligned with who you truly are. Um, and you might be, you know, you, you might be, if you, if this card comes up, you might be searching for inner, your, your inner soul for guidance on what to do next. Right. Um, well, that definitely sounds like something you'd be going through right now with your current situation yeah. for sure. I mean, Once again, tarot's got it spot on. Yeah. As, as usual. Yeah. And, um, now it could also mean that there's a, there's a, there's a definition that it might, um, you know, it might denote the appearance of someone who could, who could become a mentor. And, you know, I don't know if that's the the case or not but um now here's here's what it has i i, I kind of like what it says about love here and this is um you well know. you know what phone boy mm-hmm. um you and i had actually talked about a friend that you have who is um subsequently of an age that uh may actually uh possibly be a mentor yeah actually i think for that, you yep because you've told me that his life sim you know he there's similarities uh with stuff that you have gone through and and he so yeah that might be an outlet or an avenue that you could possibly you know gain some some life wisdom and, and peace from. Uh, oh it tr- trust me i have already um i had dinner with him oh a couple, fantastic i had dinner with him a couple of weeks ago so um and it's specifically about the what's going on so um but let me read what it says. So this is I'm reading from the uh, Labyrinthos uh, definition for the for this card. Um, let me read what it says. It says love being one of life's greatest mysteries can be a great teacher. It requires all of us to truly know ourselves, our needs and our insecurities. The hero or the hermit tarot love meeting can signal that we may need some time alone in order to develop some insight about ourselves before forming a strong romantic relationship with another person. This period may feel a bit lonely, but it will place you on the right path to finding a love that you are meant to have. If you're already in a relationship, this soul-searching is something that the two of you may want to do together. Both of you may want to think about what to what you expect out of a relationship and what may, what may make you happier. The initial talks may be uncomfortable, but will prepare a strong foundation for tackling the future ahead. Holy shit, phone boy. Yeah. That is so accurate. Oh, it is. Um, now I thought, I thought it would be interesting to, to, you know, we, we talk about reversed, uh, meanings at times. In this case, it was not a reversed, but, I, but I thought it was kind of interesting because sometimes the reversal, um, you know, it, it, it emphasizes that when you, when, when a card is reversed in tarot, which means it's upside down, uh, or, um, it, it, it takes on a slightly different meaning or, or there's a slightly different emphasis in the reading. So, um, and, and I thought that this might be all, all I was thinking was like. I took it that 
you know, like the learn from your mistakes thing. Oh, yeah. You know, when <laughs> if and when you're ready to date, you know, exactly or whatever you do, you know, because I, I don't know what does a 48 year old man do. <laughs> to get back out in yeah, the well, market. Exactly. I yeah, mean, well, seriously. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you t- you know. Talk about starting over. Yeah. So. Oh my um, God, right? Like yeah. for but sure. I'll read, the, I'll read the reverse meaning. So the, um, though the hermit sets forward with noble intentions to search for his inner truth, his path inward may also be filled with great danger. Going inward may lead to madness and the abyss for the unconscious is filled with images that he may not yet understand, lurking and waiting to lure you ever inside. Like a man that gets lost in his own dreams, the hermit may find himself stuck in a world of his own, alone, trapped, unreal. You must learn to balance your need for truth with connection to your fellow human. So it's, um, and I think that's, you know, it's interesting, you know, again, it's interesting to um, to get that sort of meaning out of it. Um, and, and realize, I, now I didn't, that's not how I drew that, but just I think, I thought it was a, when I was, when I was reading through this, um, the definitions earlier today, I thought it was worth it. I thought, it, thought that was worth pointing out. Um, right. Well, don't forget, you know, there, there is that. Girls, go, go, go get go your get phone it. boy. So, uh, yeah, Podfather said it girls, go get your phone boy. That's right. Um, uh, so now I read that now if I, um, you, you know, you, you do know that being your podcast partner in crime, if there does happen to be a special lady that catches your eye, uh, I really hope that she's a member of the uh, NA community at the very least, because then at least you know that you've got a step in the right direction for having somebody who's got, you know, their head maybe not as far up their ass as uh, your ex for sure. Yeah, well, because yeah, she was definitely uh, Dimension B. And, you know. Um, oh, completely from what you've told me. Yeah, exactly. So, But yeah, I mean, hopefully it'll be somebody in the NA community or, you know, like minded, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so, but clearly... I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a while, but... Yeah. yeah, well, clearly, I mean, you know, she would have to be able to do this. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. hilarious. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, oh my God, she's definitely going to have to be somebody who understands you. And, yeah, uh, yeah that's a challenge at times, I'm just going to yeah. say. Yeah. There are definitely times I need a uh, phone book to English translator. Yeah, a phone book to English tra- a phone book. <laughs> I mean, phone boy, goddamn it! The tongue is stoned. The phone, yeah, phone, phone book, to, phone book to English translator. There we go. We got, get, we got that one right. We're writing that one down. Yeah, and the, and the tongue is stoned, of course. Which we, you know, the tongue is stoned. Okay, you know. it is not fair to mess with me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, you're messing lack with yourself. Sleep. I'm all blaming I'm doing it. Is, all I'm, I'm doing blaming is just it, it down. Um, lack of sleep. Yeah. All I'm doing is writing it down. So, um, you know what that was? Wait, wait, wait. That was karma. That was absolutely karma for me playing that drop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was so, me getting karma back because exactly. I totally screwed up the uh, the ability to be funny on that. Okay. Yeah. So that. So. All right, so I have a I have a little bit more to read because of course I went for the Marseille definition because I always like because because I drew this on a Marseille deck because that's that's what I do um, these days. Now it, it should be worth it should be worth noting that the, that the hermit um, is actually um, so in the it, it's actually a number nine card right um, 
And it's interesting because like the old Marseille deck, it's actually V-I-I-I-I. It's not like I-X, which would be nine. Uh, you, you might see that on like a Rider weight deck, but in some of the, on the Marseille deck, they, they do it the old school uh, Roman numeral. Um, so number nine announces both the end and the beginning. Hermit proactively ended his relationship with the old world and began to comprehend a mysterious future through things he had not yet mastered. To distinguish uh, clearly from Pope, who built an ideal bridge and knew where it would lead, Hermit represented the, the journey into the unknown. In this sense, he represents the highest form of wisdom as well as the state of deep crisis. And in fact, if you look at the, 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 the keywords for this, um, you know, so there's loneliness, wisdom, abandonment, treatment, crisis, experience, poverty, light spreads, austerity, old age, going backward, indifference, comprehension, paleogene, silence. And there, and there's some of that stuff that I'm going through in my own situation. Uh, what is? I was just going to say, um, you check a whole lot of those boxes, yeah, homeboy. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, the, the the courts are certainly making sure that I'm going to be in poverty. That's for damn sure. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Fuck Washington courts. Yeah. The, the lantern he bastards. carried can be seen as a symbol of wisdom. Hermit raised the lamp, clarified the past like an experienced man, a scholar, or a therapist. This light may be secret knowledge for monks or vice versa, a source of knowledge given to any clergyman looking for it. He illuminates the path, or perhaps he used the lamp to modestly attract the attention of the gods. I have completed my work. I have reached my goal. Look at me. Just as the cards have a contradiction between action and comprehension, this light can be positive as, as a call to awaken one's consciousness or to be receptive like a lighthouse lamp. Um, you know, that's kind of a, it's an interesting, um, you know, it's an interesting thing to think about uh, through all of this. And yeah, and so the hermit represents an inevitable crisis, a profound change we need to confront and accept. It reminds of a teacher, a therapist, or a guide. But in a crisis, there are two possibilities that can occur that hermit will renew himself or die. Therefore, he also mentions poverty, loneliness, and even decadence and degeneration. You might consider him a wanderer or even an alcoholic who is hiding red wine in his lantern. Um, the the major card nine or the yeah the or the major card uh, hermit is the most ref, reference version of humanity and indifference of the father prototype of the card um, eighteen which I think and I've got to go what is what is eighteen I can't remember I think it might be it might be the son actually uh, in this way he can recreate the image of a father who is always absent or a quiet person a recluse or has disappeared he. He also mentioned for the reader the inner loneliness, a dark and secret place where the transformation of the soul was prepared. So, I mean, yeah, there's, I, I think the hermit is kind of a mixed bag, right? I mean, it's not, it's a, you know, ultimately, I think, I think you can say it's a search for truth, right? And sometimes truth is ugly, right? There's a lot of, um, that is the truth. Yeah. And so, um, you know, for my the reading that I did, it, it was that was the card that came up when I got the uh, what is this transforming into? And it's the question I asked. That was the, what is what is this? And it was and it was about a fear. What what is the fear transforming into? And it's and I, you know and so and that the hermit came up with that. And yeah, it's about getting clear on my purpose to get clear you know get clear on what I actually want out of life, and you know what I'm um, what I'm willing to accept and deal with and, and that kind of thing. And yeah, that, and that's where I am in my life right now, really, as I'm trying to get. Um, you know, I'm trying to make my, um, you know, trying to get uh, more in line with, uh, you know, who I want to be and what I want to be um, as a, 
you know, as a, you know, as a person, I mean, cause I'm literally, you know, yeah, 48 years old, I'm starting over. And, you know, with, in terms of, I get it. Yeah. In terms of just even my, like my stuff, right. I mean, I got enough stuff to fit in my Prius basically. And that's, you know, and you know, whatever else is in that house, I'm probably not getting it back at this point. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe I'll get, uh, there's a couple things I still want to get, but yeah, I'm not looking, I'm, I, it doesn't look like I'm going to get it. And, you know, before too long, you know, it's like, it's, it's not going to matter anyway. So, uh, and yeah, that's what my friend told yeah. me. He said, look, you're, you know, good, you know, at this point, you know, all of your stuff can be, um, you know, you can pretty much get, get, you know, you can, you can replace stuff. Um, you know, you can, you know, you'll make more money, everything, you know, you, yeah, you're going to probably be paying her for a while, but it's going to be fine. You're going to, you're going to get through, you're going to get, you, you're going to get through it on the other side of it. And so, you know, yeah, it really is just about seeing how to get there from here. Right. Cause it seems like the, you know, some, sometimes things look a little hopeless. Right. But ultimately I am living a life that is consistent with who I am and who I want to be. I was not doing that. I think, you know, when you, you mentioned the pic, you know, the, the, the pictures I used to post on, on NAS, um, yeah. Um, yeah, you got above your raisin phone boy is what happened. Yeah, I did because honestly, yeah, I, I, yeah. Geek Harbor is not a place I, you know, I necessarily wanted to live. I mean, I did, but you know, the, and, and I don't regret it necessarily, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not who I am. It's not what I want to and be. And the thing is this phone boy. Okay. When you come from humble beginnings, okay. And, and you make something of yourself. Okay. That's absolutely admirable. There is no, <clears throat> there is no doubt that there's something to be said for somebody who has enough intestinal fortitude to want to be more than they are and actually succeeds in strides to do so. There's nothing wrong with that. Where the problem comes in is where you lose your sense of self. When you allow yourself to be manipulated in such a way that you're not staying true to yourself. If you aren't comfortable living in gig harbor or wherever else because it's not the type of people you want to be associated with there should be the leg room to have that conversation with your spouse and you know at the point which you become devalued in a relationship doesn't matter how soon or how you know late it happens as soon as you become devalued that's when you really need to take stock of where you're at and make a decision, kind of like a fork in the road. You know, which path are you going to choose? Are you going to keep going down this other path because it's either A, easier, or B, <clears throat> you're too fucking afraid to pull the trigger? Or are you going to grab your balls and go, nah, um, I think I'm going to go and uh, walk my own walk my own beat. That's a hard that that's a hard place to be and and it's a hard decision to make. And you know, I, I think about my own situation in that because I mean, not that I got above my raisin, but well, but at the same time I did. You know, because this job is the most money I've ever made at, you know, a, a time paycheck-wise. And when my ex and I were doing owner operator. Yeah, we were making six figures for the first time in my life. I made six figures. I thought I was hot shit on a cracker and I spent 
the money like I was hot shit on a cracker. You know, I dropped a grand on a bunk bed set for my kids for Christmas one year. And, you know, I <clears throat> I didn't think about the fact that, you know, someday it could all come crashing down. And ultimately, that's what happened. Is that, you know, it's it's been almost seven years to the day that my ex had a heart attack when we were in Wisconsin, uh, right next to the Minnesota border. And, uh, yeah, it began the, the downward spiral that became my life. Um, because he never got back on a truck and I had a lot of financial responsibility when that happened. Because I was trying to be the best, trying to be the best wife that I could be. I thought the best way to make him happy was to make sure he had everything that he wanted and to, you know, if I didn't feel I was working hard enough, work harder. You know, I can remember one time, you know, we were talking about not getting any sleep, you know, last night, you and I. I can remember driving all night. I had just laid down. I got maybe three hours sleep, if that. I feel the truck stop. I wake up. I'm like, why are we stopped? I said, I don't feel good. I can't drive. Can you drive my shift? I didn't hesitate because that's further in the chains. You know, that's that's working toward the goal. We need the money so we don't stop this damn truck. So if that means I get dick for sleep, then I get dick for sleep. So I did what I had to do. And I guess in a way, I kind of feel like when I look back on it, I made all the fucking sacrifices. You know, I stayed home for a year. No, wait, let me back up. I sat for 10 days crying. Not sleeping, worth a shit. Not eating, worth a shit. Shaking. Because I watched the person who I lived and died for every day be wheeled away from me, knowing that they were going to open him up and he may not come back. And when he did come back, the recovery was hell. I took a year off from work. My mother spent the entire life insurance policy after she buried my father, who, oh yeah, by the way, you know, dickhead has a heart attack in April. Dad fucking offs himself in July after the year began in such a rousing form by finding out what he had done. Again, you all listened to the episode and I know it, but the long and short of it is that I realized I made so many sacrifices for a person who could so easily just let go and not care about the backlash that it would cause me. That hurt in a place that it's hard to find and, and even harder to talk about. When, when you realize that you gave everything you had to someone for so many years 
and they could so easily just throw it away. You know, there, there were so many times that I saw the flag. Hell, I saw it before we got married because I was so afraid to be alone. And I wanted more than anything for my kids to have a dad because my ex-husband sure as fuck wasn't going to be one. But I'm not going to get into him. I mean, I'm sorry we went down this rabbit hole. It just, <clears throat> it, it it's really deep when you realize the complete insignificance that you apparently had in someone's life who looked you in the eye and claimed that they loved you and that they wanted the same thing that you wanted. When in reality, they never did. And it was all smoke and mirrors, essentially. That's a really hard reality. I mean... Yeah. I don't, I don't know all the particulars of your, you know, your marriage, despite the fact that we talk, you know, you haven't deep dove into, you know, your life and I wouldn't expect you to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you want to talk about something, shh, not like as if I don't put all of my shit out for the world to see, judge and et cetera, but you know. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, there, and I, you know, and I can, I can certainly speak to my own, you know, yeah, you, you, you put it all on, you, you put it all out there, and, and you realize that, yeah, what, um, you know, I remember the conversation, I remember conversation I had, um, back in November with with her, about, you know, look what you built, right, or look what we built, and you look around right. and you go, well, this isn't exactly what I wanted, right, um. You know, but did you up, have the freedom to tell her that? Were you ever free to tell her the truth about how you felt? No, it would never. There's honestly, we couldn't really talk about much of anything, and that's really what it came down to, right? And so, and I, in order to effectively survive that marriage, I had just, I pretty much had suppressed myself to the point where now. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, I was a, you know, I was a fake person living in a fake town. And, you know, like, you know, like Sir Bemmer says, whether you were living when you were in Gig Harbor is up for debate. Yeah, I wasn't living. I had. You were existing. I was existing. I, I was, you know, I, the only time I got to live, quote unquote, is when I was gone. And, you know, during COVID-1984, couldn't go anywhere. So I pretty much had to, you know, I, you know, I was, I was trapped. You know, in and that should have been the loudest, clearest neon sign that it was time to GTFO yeah. is that feeling of being trapped in your own home. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> I do understand that feeling because, you know, as much as I have vehemently expressed my hatred for my job because it. You know, I, I feel it's partially responsible for why my marriage shit the bed, you know, because after he gave up and yeah, you know, I've said it before and, and it pisses him off that I say it. And at this point, I really don't give a fuck, but he gave up, he gave up on himself and he gave up on me. And, you know, <laughs> once that happened, it it changed everything. You know, it did. Yeah, I know. But that's a and it made it it made it where when I had to get back on a truck and do this job, 
okay, my home life became so unbearable with him that I didn't want to go home. Because if I had to call him and tell him that I wasn't going to make it home on a Friday because I didn't have enough hours or something like that, he would get all pissed off and, you know, start bitching at me like it's my fault. You know, I didn't spend enough time with him. It just a, a plethora of stupid bullshit that now... Since I've had my eyes opened, I realize and can call it out for the bullshit that it is. But at the time when you're in that situation and you don't see a way out, which I suspect is something that you also went through, you know, it, it, it's a horrible feeling of, of feeling trapped. And, you know, I once I once told him that I felt like I had to walk on eggshells around him because I never knew from minute to minute, literally. I mean, we could just be sitting, talking, have a regular conversation, and something would piss him off, and he would go off on a tyrant, yelling and hollering and slamming things, and that is triggering for me. And he knew that because of the shit that I've been through in my childhood. And yet, he had no fucks to give. And I realize that now, that he devalued me to such a point that how I felt meant nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like zero fucks to give. There's no other way to yeah. put it. Yeah. And, you know, and I can summarize in my situation is there weren't, there was um, never, we rarely argued about anything, but we also rarely discussed anything of any importance. And it got to a exactly. point where. Lack of communication. Yeah. yeah which you know, my current problems that I'm going through right now are ultimately come down to fundamentally a lack of communication. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, you know, the the, the the specific challenges I'm going through right now with, uh, yeah, with the legal, it, 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 it boils down to a lack of communication um, and a lack of even wanting to work together on anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, from what you've told me, phone boy, um, she never wanted to work together. There was never a problem. Ignorance is bliss, saith the idiot. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when I yeah the problems began once I was like yeah I'm I, I want to say in things, and that's really and I think that's where it, that's yeah and so the word a, is narcissist. Say it with me, boys and girls. Yeah. Narcissist. Can you say that would narcissist? be your ex wife? Yeah. Can you there say? You go. I th yeah. I think that's a I think that's a show title. Um, can you say narcissist? I believe it might be. Okay. Well, I think. Um, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think we've gone down that enough rabbit holes and, you know, and, uh, I think, uh, I think it's time to, uh, to wrap this, uh, wrap this uh, episode up here. I believe it may be. So, um, you know, so we, um, you know, we, we certainly appreciate your feedback and your Fiat fun coupons and your, and your Satoshis, um, you know, go to lotuspodcast.show to get all the information. Uh, you can uh, certainly join us for the live stream on, uh, on uh, Wednesday or not Wednesday, says Saturdays at 5 p.m. Uh, um, Eastern. You trying time. to slip us time slots? Yeah, what are you I, doing? I don't here? know. I'm doing something. I'm slipping something. Um, you can join us uh, live at Lotus uh, Podcast Chat. But anyway, um, yeah. Until next time, uh, I'm Phone Boy, and I'm Phoenix, and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Lotus Podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.